Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for lending me your ears. Today, I want to talk about an interesting study that I came across, and this is going to shift your paradigm when it comes to positioning your product or service with the company. Now, Let's go to the study first, and then let's jump into the application. Let me go through it, and again, we'll jump into the application that you're going to be able to use to help you sell more effectively. Now, I was reading this book. It's called Made to Stick by the Heath Brothers, Dan and Chip Heath. I am a fanatic slash fan of them, Dan, Chip Heath, right? Uh, these guys, when they write books, I just buy them blind. I don't even question. I just buy them. They wrote books like uh, Decision was another book they wrote. Another one was one of my favorite is Switch. So again, check out the Heath Brothers. Great books, great business books, great cognitive psychology, insights slash psychology. Anyway, in the book, they highlighted this study that was done at UCLA with students. And they asked the students, hey, what's stressing you out? You know, what's stressing you out? For example, is it, you know, a relationship? Is it a, you know, the, the amount of study you have to do just to keep up? Or maybe you need money because you, you're going to college and you don't have enough money. Maybe you need to get a job. What is stressing you out? The research then said, let's set up three groups with three different conditions to see if we can help them deal with their problems. How can we give them the cognitive thinking tools to deal with their problems? So here's what they did. Group number one, group of students number one, they said, look, think of your current situation that's stressing you out. I want you to think about the problem, do a little brainstorming, and then come up with some steps to actually solve your problem. Again, think about your current problem, Right? Do some brainstorming and figure out what steps you need to take to kind of get out of this situation and reduce your stress. That was group number one. Group number two, here's what we want you to do. Think about what's stressing you out, but we want you to think about, you know, how did the problem unfold? How did you get in that situation? What could you have done to prevent it? And then figure out what steps you need to take to move forward and de-stress yourself, right? Again, the first one was current situation. The second one, hey, let's look at how you got into this problem that we'll call that past events. Third group, hey, here's what we want you to do. This is called focus on the future outcome. They said, what we want you to do is think of your problem and now focus on your desired outcome. See yourself solving the problem and then figure out what steps you need to take in order to solve this problem and get out of the stressful situation. Now, my question to you is, my podcasters, my sales influencers, which condition do you think helped resolve the stressful situation? Was it one, look at your current situation, brainstorm, come up with some steps. Number two, look at past events, how the problem unfolded, how could you how you could have prevented it, and what steps would you now take moving forward? Step number three, or group number three, future outcome, focus on desired outcome, see yourself solving the problem, boom, go. Which one do you think? Group one, current situation. Group two, past events. Group three, future outcome. Drum roll. If you said, number one, current situation, look at it, you are wrong. If you said future outcome, think and visualize, see yourself in the future solving problems, you are wrong. The most effective strategy 
was looking at your past events, how you actually got into the situation in the first place. By understanding how you got into the situation in the first place, you're better able to deal with any future events. Now, this is important, and I'm, get, I'm giving you the shortcut version by the book, again, The Heath Brothers Made to Stick, and in there they go into more detail, but here's the aha moment. Most of you've probably guessed, well, Victor, it's obvious. If I focus on my desired outcome, if I see myself solving the problem and the necessary steps necessary to accomplish this thing to you know, reduce my stress, of course that's the answer because that's what the gurus have been feeding us. Think about the future, see yourself, future cast yourself, and then you'll be able to solve problems. But this study is totally contradicting that. It is saying by understanding how you got into a situation, you're able to deal with it going forward. This is like, boom. So now let's shift over because right now that's all that'll help you personally. But what about in the sales space? Well, think about it. You're talking to a client and we're used to future pacing our clients, right? We're future casting them, pushing them into the future. And that is, look, Mr. Customer, if you use our software, if we use our product, if you buy for our services, this is where you will be in the future. Here's where you're at today. Here's where you are, will be in the future. That's future outcome. And again, much like the motivational guru, see yourself in the future, be the future. What steps do I need to get there? But maybe a better approach would be, well, Mr. Customer, tell me a little bit about how you actually chose this existing product that you're currently using that you're not happy with. What was your decision-making process? And you may discover that, you know what, Victor, they'll say, client may say something like this, you know what, we decided to kind of do it ourselves, kind of a DIY project. Or, you know, when we made that decision, we were looking at, you know, we, we didn't want to go with the most expensive solution, so we went with, you know, something that wasn't as expensive. So we did go, money was an issue. Or, you know, Victor, we chose that product. We know we should have gotten some better, but, you know, it, it was quicker to install that platform. So we just, you know, it was a shortcut, Victor. It was a shortcut. So you may find out that they they did a do-it-yourself project. In other words, they tried it themselves. That's how they're in this situation, in this new problem. Or they took some shortcuts, which is why they're in this new problem. Or you may find out that, you know what, instead of paying for quality slash value, they went up cheap and now they're paying for it. Now, if you understand this, during your discovery process, you discover this. You can use this moving forward into your presentation. Here's how. Now, I want to highlight, I'm not saying that future pacing or future casting is not valuable. Pushing them into the future, how things could be. I'm not saying that. The study's not in, uh, saying that either. It's saying that the most effective way to get people to make a change is to really get them to understand how they got into that situation in the first place. Many of you have seen my series on Spike TV, now the Parabout Network. It's called Life or Debt. That's a show where I'm the host of a television show that ran a full season where I help families come out of their financial holes that they got themselves in. And what I found out is that future pacing, future casting, hey, if you get out of debt, here's where you could be tomorrow, was not as effective. What was more effective is breaking down, assessing how they got into that situation in the first place. And by first understanding how they got into it, they could now create a plan to make sure going forward, they didn't fall into the same pitfalls. The same applies to selling, no different. If we can get a customer to think about how their, their thought process may have cheated them, may have failed them, or as Zig Ziglar would say, 
if they had stinking thinking, then we need to highlight that so as we move forward, Mr. Customer, with our new product or service, we don't make the same mistake. So this is something for you to consider. Is it better to really take a moment to figure out how did they come about buying this product? Or if they don't even have a substitute product, let's say you're selling a SaaS product, right? A, a software as a service, some type of software platform. If they're using somebody else, it's good to understand where, how they made that decision. What was the decision process for that? If they're not using anything, then it's good to understand why they're not using anything by asking, well, why did you decide not to do anything? Or if they're using a do-it-yourself in-home project or in-house project, then you ask them, I said, well, tell me why you decided to go with an in-house project. This is G2 information that you can use going forward to sell more effectively. So again, future pacing is good, but looking backwards in the rearview mirror will give you context and maybe more information to position your product slash your value. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Spotify, Pandora. We are everywhere. I appreciate your feedback. Love to hear what you have to say. Also, check out my online sales training platform, the Sales Velocity Academy. If you want to increase your sales velocity, go to salesvelocityacademy.com. Over 50 courses, 500 videos, my books. I'm telling you, the content will help you sell more effectively in today's market. With that said, I want to thank you. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.